Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's you can't see the forest for the teas. And I probably should say it's a bit of a bumper episode. There are 13 games of football talked about in this podcast. Yes, 13. Unlucky for some, lucky for us. Um, as we're still doing the social distancing, we're uh, we're doing it over the internet. So uh, there is a video for this one. So uh, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, jump over there, check out this video, and give us a, a like and a subscribe and a share while you're there. Uh, be a big help to the channel, and uh, I know you want to be a big help to the channel. So you know that's cool. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest. For the teas. Coming at you live. Oh no, it's not live, is it? Um, <laughs> I thought you were saying coming at you live, as if we were doing some sort of like nineties um, modcast. I mean, if you want to do that. Very niche. Yeah, absolutely. We should have a, we should have they're a all, They're all crying in their ears anyway, because uh, Kasabian have... Uh, um, oh. <laughs> that's not saying, that's not talking much about him. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Euler, lead singer of Kasabian, complete wanker. What's he done? <laughs> No, no, no. There's no, there's no second takes on Cookie Cast. <laughs> Welcome to Football Cast. Welcome to Football Whoa. Cast. Well done, James. The passion, the passion and excitement in his voice. You've got about as much passion as Nottingham Forest did this evening. Oh. oh. I don't think that's how we did things on this. Uh, this year show, and I think we were giving spoilers out at the start of the. Uh, start of the Is that not how we do it? I, I don't know. It's uh, it's a it's a new world, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> somebody talk <laughs> about somebody talk about something like I don't know Nottingham Forest versus Bristol City. Because I'm still tightening up the scores, and some of some of the games, I've got like that many names written down it's hard to keep track of who's got that many points Stu so Forest Bristol City uh, it, it, you know because obviously we've got loads to get through so I'll just go straight in there it it was 1-0 Andy we won it was James don't play yeah it was uh, now depending on where you're getting your info from I knew we'd have to go through this <laughs> Uh, Thiago Silva scored. He did. 
but but if you've looked it up on Skype, it probably doesn't say that. I've looked it up on the BBC, so it does say that. Good. It does say that. That's all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, free kick. Nice. I, I like to think of Thiago Silva as like a, a baby Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> <laughs> the optimism reigns straight up. <laughs> yeah, but but notice, notice how like he subliminally messaged his second team there already. That's like yeah, right in with it. Yeah, in that, in oh, that something. Don't worry, he'll get, his, he'll get his third team and his fourth team and his fifth team in there as well, so don't worry about that. <laughs> do they do scarves with that many sections on it? Probably. No, the thing is, uh, Paul just gets up to it. I like all the teams that he hates. Cause, <laughs> no, cause, you like all the teams that everybody hates? No, no, no. <laughs> See, I'm going to make everyone rage now. So, like, yeah, I like Man United. They're my team in the, in the Premier League. I've always liked Man United. I, and so, I don't mind what, so, wait, so what happens if Forrest get promoted then? Oh, you always you always support the Forest above. Obviously. What, what about your love for Liverpool? But quite, quite honestly, Paul, <laughs> and every other team United, that plays football. What about Norwich, your love for them? Norwich, um, Norwich, Man United is, is not uh, sorry Norwich Forest, Man United has not really been a concern for me for about twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Even when it was a match, it wasn't really a concern for anybody. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, Don Goodman is, it, it, it's, 
I've, I think because I because I've googled it because I, I was like, oh yeah, what is Don Don Goodman's problem with Forrest? And it's just <laughs> red after red of why is Don Goodman an absolute prick about Forrest? And there's no <laughs> rationale about it. He's never played for us. He's never played for Derby. He's never played for County. He's never played for uh, Leicester. He's just an arsehole. I mean, that, that's what it must be. He's a straight-up arsehole. Forrester never even tried to buy him. So there's no Maybe that's why. Him. Maybe he's upset. You know what makes him feel any better, then? He's always awful to City, like, to whole City as well. He's just... But, yeah, we don't have that problem with Keat. He uh, obviously played for us at one point, so he, he kind of keeps quiet on that. Don't I good, can't even good remember who Don Goodman good for. Yeah, Wolves. Yeah, Wolves. That's I only ever remember him at Wolves, and that was like that was right towards the end of his career. So I don't know if he maybe came through at the same point when Bully was playing. So he just probably like had that inferiority complex because he was behind like, Bull. Did he play at Sunderland? Maybe, maybe actually, yeah. Not that's got anything to every, do with the foreign. But. Every team's got him. Like I always felt, I always felt that um, Lenny and Holloway was was um, the presenter on, or not, well, not the presenter, but he was like the, the sort of the colour guy. On Sky, he always seemed to shut Borough down quite often, and I was like, "Well, fuck you, then, you prick." It's just that he's—I mean, the, the, the first thing goes, he, he's from Leeds, so that kind of some kind of brings brings a kind of a bit of thingy. And then when you look at his, his, his career, it's a who's who of absolute dog shit. <laughs> careful, <laughs> careful! You might be talking about some of James's favourite teams here. Well, I'm sure it will. So, Bradford City, West Bromwich Albion. Sunderland, but this is not when they were any good. This is when they were in like <laughs> the so Bradford, West Bromwich Albion, Sunderland, Wolverhampton Wanderers, San Frisch Harishima, yep, yep, Barnsley, Motherwell, Warsaw, Exeter, Doncaster Rovers. I thought he played for Don, Doncaster Rovers more than that, but I mean, it's just like you know, bouncing around the West Midlands. I mean, maybe that's what's pissed you off. Because if I'd spent the quality time in the black country, I think I'd be pretty fucked up with the world. So, careful, <laughs> she's up, she's upstairs. She might hear you. He's <laughs> one of those players then that they would describe politely as journeyman, but what they actually mean is too shit to establish himself. Correct. Yeah, never, never good enough for the, never good enough for the top tier, and kind of scored scored quite a few goals, like you know, on big match on Sunday or something like that, what it used to be, kind of thing. You're like, oh, all right, oh. Don Goodman's playing. Oh, yeah, he's dog shit. You know. That's the thing, though, like, to a certain degree, at a certain level, you only really need one good season and then people, like, a Premier League team will take a chance on you and, and that'll sort of set you up for life with the money that they'll pay you for that one season where you're absolute dog shit. My poofy. My team who pookie. I think that happened to Paul, what did, did Pookie ever do to you, Paul? What did he do to you? Show me on the Pookie goal where he touched you. Come on. <laughs> Listen, I stand by my... He was shit at Celtic, therefore he can't hack it in the fucking English league. Well, yeah. Well, the epitome I mean, of the fact that is Addy Panic Ryan. Mm-hmm. When he went to Leicester... Because Leicester paid £5 million for him, and that was like 20 years ago. So that was when he was a lot of money. It doesn't happen as much nowadays. It's not that kind of like you get promoted. What you generally find is the promoted teams go, 
fuck, we had a we had a we had a striker that scored twenty goals last year. Don't think he can score t- two this in this league. Let's get rid of him quick. You know, like Newcastle when they had you know uh, Newcastle had Dwight Gale, and they could not get him out of the door quick enough to West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, and you think hmm, mo- most most clubs that you think kind of if you go back even further, you know, kind of twenty five years ago. If you went up with a striker that had scored 30, 20, 30 goals in the like championship, you just took him up and he'd generally score the same, a similar amount. You know, we had, we had, well, we had two kind of things. We had Colin Moore and then we had Van Hooyd on. Well, I think he went on strike, so fuck that guy. But, you know, um, but players like Kevin Phillips and stuff like that, they, they kind of went up and stayed with kind of went and scored goals again but it seems to be nowadays they're like the Premier League like well we'll take a chance on this guy that scored four goals in the Greek League um, as opposed to oh maybe we'll give this guy who scored 25 goals in the Championship last year and then you're like okay then you crack on with your guy from the Greek League he's going to score tons for you oh oh no no he hasn't (laughs) We absolutely shit the bed because the season we got promoted, obviously halfway through the season, we signed Jordan Rhodes. And then obviously, the thing about Rhodes is that... <laughs> well, it was always a case of, oh, well, he's, he's done well. He's, he's, you know, he's got like 15 to 20 goals a season for Huddersfield. He's done this, he's got the Blackbird. He's done the same. Ooh, I wonder who will be the Premier League team who takes a chance on him and gives him a chance in the Premier League. So obviously, we decided to sign him for £9 million. Then obviously we get promoted, and then Karanka just absolutely shits himself, thinking, "What am I going to do? Uh, I'll sign someone else and just let him play on the bench." Surely there must be a stat about John Rose. Surely he he has he has commanded the most like non Premier League transfer fees because he's moved around for money for years without doing it in the Premier League. Can you think of another yes. player that like? His fees, his fees will be like near fifty million. I'd dare say at this point because yeah. we paid nine for him. I think we got the same back from Chef Wednesday for him, um, and Blackburn didn't exactly pay a small amount for him. So yeah. that's a lot of transfer fees for essentially a championship player. Well, yeah, I can't think of another one that's Ross McCormack. Ross McCormack was like swimming around the sort of second tier for a long time. The big one. Yeah. Did you guys sign him or did you just get him on loan? We had him on loan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't go well. <laughs> he's, a, he's a proper mercenary little bastard, him, though, isn't he? I remember when he was at. No, I think. Hard enough to be mercenary. Well, when he was at Leeds, he put in, I think he put in a transfer request. So we, we sort of had a little. Um, Burr had a little inquiry about him. Almost got, like, a, got a bid accepted. Uh, and he just got a new contract out of it. So he was obviously just playing like, playing us against Leeds. It was that. Who did he play out loan at? Who was he out loan at last year? Because he didn't play for Villa last year, did he? Because it comes to the end of the year when they got promoted. And he's like, been it? out on loan all year doing fuck all. And then came back to and triggered a, like a, a, a bonus, like an <laughs> increase in his contract because of the promotion. Yeah. Was it Karen Scott? Was he playing in Scotland? Was he? I, th- I, th- that's what, I think that, that kind of seems, seems to. Mm. He's one of them players that you're like, oh, wicked! He's coming to play for us. You know, I, I must, you know, I must admit, when Forrest got him on loan, I was like, ah, oh, 
that's like that's that's not a bad sign, is that? I'm I'm on board with that. Oh well, it's not gone well uh, <laughs> at all. You know, because you can't think, oh, he's good at Fulham, and then you're like, that was a while ago, that, and yeah, well, he thought he'd be good at you know, thought he was good at Villa, and then you're like, oh no, turns out he wasn't. Uh, that's like, hmm. um, well, that's just yeah, sending him back. Turns out last season he was on loan at Motherwell for three games, and before that, Central Coast Mariners. What? Australian oh, team. Australia, yeah. Yeah. I got the Scotland bit though. Mm, you did. So yeah, so so obviously Forrest got their win, didn't they? Last uh, last Wednesday. I was just about to say, yeah. Paul, do you want to talk? Uh, do you want to talk about the next game of the week, or should we leave it no. to Stu to cover? No. Looks like no, you then, right. Stu. Take it away. So, 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 so let's Keep let's lay out. I was I, I finished work at five, and as, as a lot of people are at the moment working from home still, so it's like that long commute from the kitchen to exactly where I'm sat now. I was like, right, get the telly on. That was it. Everything fell into place because. Um, Sarah was not in the kids like not around it was like I finished work football's on sat on my feet up text Paul because I missed the first two minutes I've just finished off work are we behind yet like sort of joking about it and he texted back no I was like oh we're doing well then then my phone went off again and I thought oh it's him replying no no that was us 1-0 down <laughs> so switched the TV on expected the worst and just as I was settling into the game we get a Nice little free kick, smashed in. So definitely not five. a free kick. Well, I, I'm I'm sure the forest the forest fans amongst us will talk about things that aren't free kicks again shortly. Um, however, it wasn't Harry Kane that scored, but I think I think Panas might have pulled that name out of the hat possibly last week. So Herbie Kane managed to score the free kick and then get taken off about well before half time I think it was with a with a hamstring injury which has now been confirmed as ending his season, which is a massive oh, wow. one for Hull. Um, so then, pretty much, for from about the 12th minute, was it? All the way through until the 96th minute, nothing happened. Um, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough missed an absolute buttload of chances, which I'm sure Paul was delighted about. And then uh, Wilkes, who we... Uh, sorted a contract out for earlier that day manages to pop up in like the 96th minute with a winner so absolutely not deserved but I'll take the points and there was that small glimmer of hope that maybe I was like oh football's coming back to me a little bit when the second goal went in and next door neighbour was taking his bin out and he nearly jumped into the bin as I shouted when it went in because it was like that <laughs> last minute like yeah come on and then I was like Oh, but we've got to do this again in a few days and then it'll be ruined again. And, um, turns out I was right. So, no, 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 don't, don't spoil anything, Stu. Don't spoil anything. Save the it's funny because obviously I get the other end of it from the Borough fans that I'm in a chat with. And, like, they were like, yeah, you know, um, Hull have equalised, but I don't think there's any other result than Borough getting the win here. And then just, they just get right just to the end of I just sent that like, kind of, like, you know, the awkward face emoji. You are? I wasn't that was Lewis. It was Lewis, I know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we just got to the end. He's, he's only twenty-three, so he's he's not he's not you know rode the, uh, the roller coaster as long as we have. <laughs> Downtrodden. 
<laughs> Paul <laughs> Williams <laughs> took his disgust with him to uh, to Twitter to voice his opinion on uh, how well Middlesbrough had played. I saw. Yeah, uh, I, uh, it's. I think I might have. I might have to save that as a template because uh, I'm pretty sure the last tweet I'd done before that one was also well that was fucking dreadful. So <laughs> is it not hashtag calling out? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think you can blame the manager. The, the players are just fucking woeful. So you could put you could put Guardiola in there. You could put Ferguson in there. He wouldn't be able to get a tune out of the players because they're just they're just rotten. Did you see that thing that Ferguson said the other day? I don't know if it was an old one or whether it, it's something he said recently. That he said that if he'd have had Zidane in his team at his prime, the other ten people could have been blocks of wood and he's still won the Champions League. <laughs> Cocky bastard! <laughs> oh, shots fired at Madrid. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's Hull versus Burr. It did end up two one. Um, uh, we've had some. Well, there was no. There'll be, there'll be points on the board because Brick got the penalty. Yeah. So we've had points for scorers, but literally no points in that game for any of the scores. Um, going back to the Nottingham Forest one, it was actually the other way around. Um, points for scores, but no goal scorers. Um, Hundred goal a season, Lewis Graben has uh, gone off the boil. I don't know if he's getting those sixty goals. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling it at the moment. Um, as we're going back to a Nottingham Forest game, Matthew Moore, would you like to uh, furnish us with some results from the Forest game? I don't, I don't think he would. No? So, well, when I turned off the telly, Forest had won 1-0, so I don't know what the problem <laughs> get, get, the tweet, get the tweet ready, James. Get the tweet ready. <laughs> apparently there was a bit of Fergie time and... Uh, Derby got an equaliser there. So eight minutes, eight minutes of injury time with a little bit of extra work. Where, where and, and the hell? Do, you know, do you know the really disappointing thing is that just before that, Mighton had wasted a right chance where he fell the, over. Uh, and the, 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 worst, the worst thing about it is that that, that shouldn't have even been a problem because Graben had huh, hundred goal a season, Goldberg of football, Lewis Graben. Um, that one he put over Mr. with Kerr. This, um, yeah. what's his face um, the little midfielder the Bruno Fernandes of Nottingham Forest um, <laughs> he, you know, he, he passed that one into the post yeah, and he had the whole that, that was, that was, that was gross. and you know, that there was, there was they had more than enough chances to put it put it put it to bed really and yeah. once 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 was it Waghorn got sent off for being a dirty Dirty motherfucker. That was um, filthy. That was absolutely disgraceful. And and uh, you thought, right, oh, well, this this is done and dusted. So I just oh, can't. That, that challenge that Warrell made just was completely unnecessary to give that free kick away. I, I, I mean, like, Stu Stu and Paul both kind of messaged me. I've missed it because I, I think I was bollocking steps to doing something they shouldn't have been. <laughs> Kind of taking there was there was something that distracted me from uh, from missing seeing it and they didn't really show it again. 
and uh, I, you know, I was like, what? How stupid can you be? Just, just um, just stand off. Just you know, let them let them run with the ball. They're not going anywhere. He was. He was those two were nowhere near the ball, though. They were. They were no. like, complete off the ball, like American football block. or I don't know how yeah. much American football. When, He's when that challenge was made, the ball was away from those players. There was no need for him to stand into him like he did at the time, and it absolutely. But did, just skipping ahead ever so slightly, but not to the game. Did you hear the stuff tonight about they went to interview the Forest manager, and his voice has gone a little bit, and he reckons yeah, because yeah, he, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't normally lay into the players, but he lost his voice after what happened on. Uh, he lost it. He, he lost his voice right at the end of the game, so he didn't even do the post-match interview at Derby because he lost his shit that much. He must. It must have been just. It must have been like two or three minutes of just oh. going nuts. <laughs> they must have gone mad with Worrell for conceding that free kick, and then the fact that they conceded from the free kick, he yeah. just must hoaxed up for like. For the annoying thing was. The commentator, when it got to about 80 minutes, was lauding Forrest for how many 1-0s they've won this year and they like to see out games. Then he was like, actually, though, two, game, two games ago, we did we did actually concede to Wednesday after, like, 95 minutes. So, let's well, not get to it. And then we did the exact same thing. It bothered me that much that I went and did a little bit of research, a little bit of stat, um, uh, stat uh, kind of research to which I found 22% of Forest goals have come in the last 10 minutes. So a quarter of all the goals that were conceded have come in the last 10 minutes. That's shit. Uh, four of them have cost us a win. So that's eight points that, that, that that's cost us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we'd only be a, we'd be a point outside of the automatic promotion places, but you're not going to win. We're not... If we do manage to get into the playoffs, there's no way Forest are going to win the playoffs with with that because that that shows a lack of discipline. It shows lack of discipline at the back. It shows a lack of discipline through the team. And people can say, "Oh well, look how disciplined they are for 80, 85 minutes." Congratulations, the match is ninety eight minutes long now. Exactly. That's you know. Yeah. It only, yeah, it only oh, took oh. A, a global pandemic for everybody to benefit from Fergie time. But at least, <laughs> at least they got at least the last minute goal in uh, in your game didn't cost you all the points, did it, Paul? Just, I have to get my digs in now before we get to the crap bit. So, Warrell yeah. just seems to have lost it over the past couple of games. He just seems to be a bit of a head case, to be honest. It's the, tonight, kind of obviously don't want to kind of thingy, but just seems to be flying in and going for stuff that's not there to be gotten. I don't know. I, d- I don't know whether you know. Obviously, we've got we do have another defender in the, at the club. Whether he's injured, probably is. Uh, got himself a nice new contract for next year, by the way. But um, are you not you a know, fan? You're speaking like you're not a fan of him. Of Dawson, yeah, he was he was great fifteen years ago. But you know, <laughs> Paul uh, Stuhl attests to this. He's an absolute sick note. He, he just can't stay fit now. So what's the that- point in? him probably a decent wage just to sit I mean what's he meant to be a mentor well, there's no he's obviously not <laughs> doing a great job mentoring anybody you know that's that contradiction that he got the new contracts I think when he came back last year the idea was this is his second season isn't it yeah played yeah. all last year well played but, <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but yeah, I think the idea was he's lying on the treatment table yeah all year 
back in that kind of like mentor coaching capacity, you know, like bring on the youngsters or whatever. So you'd like to think like he's a good influence because that was like when Warrell first started, like, you know, coming back into the team. But, um, yeah, it's a bit weird that they've been giving him a new contract, really. We'd literally just shipped out like every single centre back we had on the books that didn't have anyone left. But, we got um, rid of him, I think, just after he passed it. Like the, that peak, it, it started to pick up injuries for us, and I think that was the, there was the whole thing about obviously needing to reduce the wage bill, and he'd have been quite a reasonable earner for us. And it was like the fact that he was starting to pick up a few injuries. I think there would have been like that instantly, like right, that's fine to let him go. And then as it's kind of proved over time, he's he probably spent as much time set out anti for you guys now by this point. Yeah, uh, he's, I don't know what his stats are in the past couple of seasons. I, I, it, it, I can't imagine he's played twenty games. Mm. It's a shame because when he's fit, he's, he's like he's, he was decent for us. Like, but different times. Well, this is what derailed his career throughout, really, because he was a bit like that at Spurs. It was, mm. you know, he didn't didn't play. Well, didn't play loads that, of games. How, how the hell did Spurs manage that? So they had Dawson and Ledley King at the centre of the defence. How the fuck did they manage to get games out of those two? <laughs> well, yeah, Ledley King was a bit of a wasted career, wasn't it? He could have been better. Yeah, but it was that thing. Like whenever Harry Redknapp was interviewed about him, he said like it's it's like he's superhuman because he doesn't like so he plays the game on a Saturday. He then has to rest up for two days to get his knee drained of the fluid that's like sort of built up on it. So he doesn't train, and then he yeah. basically goes back into the next game, and he's just he's absolutely bossing it. It's a bit. I always liked Ledley King. I always thought he was a bit underappreciated, but it's that sort of thing where if he could have stayed fit, he, he would have had so many more caps for England. And probably would have At this point, before we um, before we do the actual how the scores line up and the uh, the points and stuff we will have to take a small break in the uh, in the visual realms uh, so we'll take a break and we'll restart momentarily for you people it'll be literally a second so catch you in a second mm. and just like that we're back magic literally a second for you guys, but a lifetime for us. It's not. So we've established that Forrest got the 1-1 draw, which was fully deserved by Darby, of course. So, 1-1. Um, do, do we also need to mention the scorers there as well? Uh, yeah. I wonder why you're mentioning that, Stu. wonder why you brought that one up. What, what's the reason for that? Is there any reason? I don't think there's a reason there, Stu, is there? I'll, I'll, I'll not recycle my uh, terrible Coldplay joke from last time out, but um, I was I was pleased that I uh, stumbled across that last week for obvious reasons. Now um, I'm kind of happy. I think I, I think I called a, a perfect result. Yeah, you and Paul got um, got the correct scores. I, 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 it did make me kind of like how you know I think we've got one or did in that set of results. Was it a double or were we going with a triple? With uh... that was a triple. So the, the the weekend results were a treble. <sighs> Probably unlikely to have got anything there then. Uh, yeah, scorers were. Um... It was grabbing, wasn't it? This is going back a long time ago now. No, it wasn't grabbing. No, it wasn't. Lolly. Oh yeah. 
lolly outside the box. Do you get a boost, Stu? Stu, Stu got points, literally, he's got points running all the way along. He's the only person that got both goal scorers. And he got a point for, because he also predicted a draw, just a different draw. So he's got points all the way across. Uh, <laughs> Martin, I was looking for all the other results as well. I'm really annoyed because I think like all the people I thought for like Fulham and West Brom, but had already been taken, so I decided to go for the weird ones or scored if I had to stop oh, with. Oh, them that so West on. that West Brom pool game. That's an absolute worldie of a score because you know well, when you've got no, that many goals to pick from. <laughs> I'm pissed off at myself for that one because what's the first well, rule of, of games? And pick, this, pick this an is expert. my beef with you, Paul. This is my beef. Why did nobody, nobody say Camel Grzycki? Do you know what? Completely forgot he'd even gone there. <laughs> well, it's been difficult for him because, like, now that Coronation Street's been on, like, like spaced out filming, like, it's difficult for him to turn up to training and go back to playing Steve McDonald at the same time. So, <laughs> like, no, nobody, nobody knew what he was up to apart from, of course, he turns up to smash one in against his old team, doesn't he? Dickhead. Fuming about that because I've forgotten, I've forgotten about it myself as well. And like, we'd even talked about it with um, Kearney from like the Fulham thing, hadn't we? So, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Livermore. Yeah. So yeah, pick pick the wrong one, unfortunately. But it all, considering that I've said that we'd lose every game to the end of the season by two goals, at least finally in a way that is right, as it was four two West Brom. But um, again, after having the hope against the after the Borough game and then being two two with a team at the top end of the division for a minute, um, <laughs> literally a minute. It was like, ah, oh, man, it just, it, it felt, it felt worse, I think. So, that was just, just absolutely ripped the guts out of my football enthusiasm again. But, um, but yeah, Even at least we got some points for the prediction. Across the Championship and the Premier League, to be fair, football's got better in the last week than it was in the previous week. I think it's like generally more exciting and more happening. I don't know, why didn't you watch uh, Reading? Reading. You not see what happened in the Reading game? Is it Red? Did Reading? Did the guy get a first half hat trick and end up with four? Five. Did he get all yeah. five? The Reading yeah. The Reading game was, was something like it was yeah. five something. Five nil. I don't think he scored all five nil. No, but it was no, I think five nil. Was it? Is it mate or Miat or whatever yeah. it's called? Yeah, mate. First half hat trick. Wow. Yeah, by thirty-five minutes. Mental. Sounds like sounds like he was playing down the river, Dan. <laughs> Against Borough. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, he'll get his chance next week. <laughs> I think we've got. I think well, not Reading. I think we've got their their opponents that day on the horizon. So hopefully, we'll still be feeling that way. Aren't we? So where are we, Andy? What what what? what? It's oh, alright James, I was just writing down the seventh game we need to predict for next week. Sorry, because I, I was like, oh no, it's, it's five, oh no, it's six. No, it's seven, seven games we need to predict. Um, so, next game on the books. Middlesbrough versus QPR. Skip it, skip it again. Don't need it, to discuss it. 
I mean, it's not not the way we do things here. I'm afraid um, we have to talk well, about. Dustin, you we know. have to talk about the multitude of points that we managed to pull out of this game. I, no, did I not get a point? Did I not full, Did I not benefit from the previous? Out player? of five possible scores and ten possible goal scorers, there is a grand total of two points in this. I'm sure I've got one of them. You somebody have. Got skull somebody got the goal score. I swear I, I must have picked Hugo. So come on, Paul. You, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to pull the trigger. What was the score? The score was nil one. So so much much in the same way that uh, Hull had not won a game since uh, New Year's Day. QPR had come back from the lockdown and uh, played three games, lost three games. So of course, nailed on then. Send them down the borough. There's a nice, there's a nice gimme three points for you lads. If in you come, just I tell you what, if you if you, if you ask nicely, I'll I'll, I'll pre lube it for you next time. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just fucking soul destroy. So, you know it's you know it's bad when. You're listening to the commentary on the local radio station, and as the final whistle blows, it's not ranting and, and raving, going, "Oh, this, this, that was absolutely disgraceful! What a terrible, terrible game!" So you just hear, "Well, that was, I was a bit despondent, really." When like, you know, it's bad when people are pissed off at the result. They're just expecting it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> when that, it's the old parents' result, tweet, yeah. No, it's bad. <laughs> I'm not, Did you not, not get onto the screen then? Just disappointed. If you were listening to it. Did you not end up watching it off the... Um... For some reason, the, uh, the the Borough website for the stream is harder to get into than Fort Knox, so... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so have you, have you paid for like, the, the being able to see it, or...? No, so one of the guy we, we the guy we mentioned earlier, he's he's got a season ticket. So when all the season ticket holders were given passcodes to log on to the website and get the games and so that. So he said he was going out for the second half on a bike ride. Sensible chap. Um, so he said that I could use his uh, his login details to try and get into it. But I've tried it a couple of times now. For some reason, I don't know if it's like a cookies issue or I, I don't know, but it, it's, it won't work. Every time you log in, it just it just sort of goes rounded. Round in circles, trying to get you to sort of like go to the next the next web page and then back to the original web page. It goes round in circles, a bit, a bit like the uh, midfield, then yeah. Mm. Bit like the passing structure of the Middlesbrough game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did they, did Middlesbrough ask their fans to kindly donate their money to the club so they didn't? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think it got that bad. No. on TV tonight from all them cardboard cutouts that they've managed to get erected oh yeah I'm very tempted to buy one of those I'll find the do they do they then send it to you afterwards in the post though because then that would have been perfect because we, we could have that could have been then moved into obviously crossing brands because we could have been moved into 
getting over for you with the, the belt. Half of them are just like random celebrities that they've decided to support Forrest that definitely don't support Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's probably Derby fans taking piss. Did you see uh, that South uh, that's obviously some some card in South in, in, but Southampton fan had uh, done a Matt Letissier one for uh, Portsmouth when Portsmouth had put it there and they got Matt Letissier in, in, a, in a Southampton shirt but then so Portsmouth had put a Portsmouth shirt over the top and thought oh thanks for the support Matt <laughs> so yeah yeah that was uh, quite amusing that one so yeah no, it's people it's obviously that one where we're sort of what was it Osama Bin Laden yeah. That was a Leeds. Leeds. That Leeds, was it? Applause for creativity, but uh, yeah, obviously it's got a level of like abuse to it that people can uh, take the mick. Well, yeah, but, you know, I'll, I'll have a look maybe later on in the weekend. I'll probably end up buying one because it seems amusing. It's uh, miserable. <laughs> This is a complete. In, this is a complete interlude and a completely different sport. Did anyone see the Deshaun Jackson thing? No, but I, I saw that someone had said that apparently he's put he's put like oh, a, a Nazi Hitler-based comment on his he's Instagram. He's put a Hitler quote on social media, and the Eagles. I've released a statement, and if you like read the statement and read between the lines, the Eagles are just like, The fucking hell have you done, you dickhead? <laughs> and, and it's one of those, it escalated so quickly because he put it on, and then he just made it worse and worse and worse. He's like, No, 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 you don't understand. You don't you don't get what I'm saying. It's like, Mate, you've put a fucking Hitler quote on the internet. Sorry, that was just. Uh... Right, so. Obviously, um, the only points taken out of that game were the goal scorers. James correctly pull, pulled out that he got one of them. Uh, Paul Williams, you were the other person to take points out of that game. Uh, we wing our way. We've covered it a little, but we wing our way back over to Stewart for our next game. West Brom versus Hull. And with all those goals, there must be points in this game. So you wanted the yeah. goal scorers, yeah? So, obviously, we've covered one of them for West Brom, which was Kamil uh, Grzycki. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think somebody picked Charlie Austin as well. He scored the first West Brom. Um, then, oh, we've got... I know he scored that one. Dion Gowder? He scored the last one, and then I've just had to look up the other. Agassi. Didn't James pick him? No, I didn't. I, I thought about it as the random pick. Ah, because what I was going to say was, if you did pick him, James, I reckon you get minus points for him getting sent off. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's, that's a rule. Um, but the, the goals for Hull were Stewart and Wilkes. Not actually me. Which not a single person picked. How many people actually what? picked goals for Hull out of us? Uh, not me. Two. Uh, I was one of them. Oh, I might have been another one as well, actually. You absolutely were. Yeah. So <laughs> I've 
king of predicting who predicted stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man that doesn't even know when his own team's playing. Yeah, he's he's the one to go to. Forest out playing this week. James, they're playing now. We're at the game. They've just scored. <laughs> Would be the running joke on that one. Love you, James. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of Nottingham Forest, mm. uh, they played. They played today, James. Did you know that? I did. I watched it. Good game. Do you know what? I don't think it was that bad. The commentator described it as a scrappy game. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, the result was awful, but I didn't think it was an awful game to watch. Hey, you guys! Um, Obviously, we'll all be getting points from this one. Not a single point in this game, gentlemen. No, and do you know what? Do you know what? I went, I went through all of the four goal scorers that I thought were going to score, but you guys had all taken them. So I settled on fucking Kenny, and he didn't even play. Yeah, he, he got himself problem, suspended, though, didn't he? he got, was it suspended or is he injured? I think well, he was injured by Adam Probably tough. Probably tough tackle the dandelion on the training pitch. Did you know what I mean? Tom if you're going to face Fulham, you'd want no Kearney and no Mitrovic, but we still couldn't fucking do anything. Did you see the stats they put up about Mitrovic, though? Like, he's missed now something like five games. Or at the point that they put a stat, they missed five games and they've won four of them. So, like, mm. this whole thing about him being, like, the most prolific championship striker obviously doesn't matter to them. They're not bothered yeah. about that. Well, it's like, you look at, was it last year or the year before, where Spurs had, like, somewhat, like, over 90% win rate without Kane in the squad? Mm. Well, there was talk I think sometimes when you got some of the Prime fans were coming out and saying they wanted him to they they, they thought they played better without him in the team they do because he's a ball greedy cunt <laughs> 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 I mean don't make your words James James has taken my point emphatically there I was about to say oh don't you think when you've got a striker like that the ball always has to go through them but James yeah. summed that up perfectly <laughs> I get a lot of stick off, off people at work for shit talking Harry Kane. Because everyone says, like, oh, he's amazing. How many fucking chances does he waste of other people's chances to get those goals? It's just not Dude. good. He said a lot that I agree with that for England as well. Well, there was the talk on there, like, of the, uh, the fact that if he hadn't have uh, tried to get in the way of, was it Sterling shot? In the semi-final against Croatia, we would have been... No, he should, he, should have easily, he should have easily squared a ball to him as well, shouldn't he? He just decided... Yeah, sorry, yeah. Off himself. We still wouldn't have won. As, as I said to you, Paul, <laughs> it's exactly the same as... He's a fucking budget Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> She's got all the ego. I mean, Cristiano... Like, we need to kind of... The, the, a brief touch on uh, Cristiano Ronaldo... Scored his, you know, always. Oh, he's a master free kick. A child, a child told me that at school this this week, and I was like, "No, he isn't. It's 43, 43 games, is it, or something like that, or forty three attempts for a free kick to finally score one." Yeah, it, it's like when everyone used to talk in the nineties about how Roberto Carlos was the greatest free kick taker ever. He's got one fucking free kick for Brazil, and everyone thinks he's like fucking, you know, the best. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. That free kick was so good that they then put that into all of the football computer games for the next 10 years or whatever it was as well. Yep. But it's that thing, like, it's always the same with Beckham. Like, um, one of my mates said back in the day that he thought that of, on the right-hand side, Gary Neville had a better delivery than Beckham did. I, you know, I think that's a big shout there. <laughs> well, just, just passing on the message, James. Don't yeah, shoot the messenger. By the way, this is cut. Is it the Phil Neville news? No, I was going to say, I was going to go back to the, uh, the Forest game from tonight, but I was just going to say, like, because I, I drew... Sorry. I, I did drift <laughs> in and out of it, truthfully, but, like, I watched the, the opening sort of 20 minutes of it, and you were saying about it being scrappy. It was scrappy because both teams just seemed to be hell-bent on just slamming into each other for the first 20 minutes of that. There was no, like... There was no passing involved. It was right. It was got it. Smash. There was just like people everywhere. There were like there was no kind of rhythm to it at all. I can't think who said it. It's probably it's probably Keith Andrews when I came in. Oh, Harry Arthur. Uh, Harry Arthur's done a great job. He's taken out the best player. He's taken out the best player. He's taken their best player out of the game. I'm like, yeah, literally hard. If you would have given him a, a sniper, he would have shot Joe Lolly if he could have got his hands on him. The two challenges that he put on Joe Lolly were absolutely disgusting. You just reminded me. Have you seen that video that's been around the internet since the Derby game? Of Joe Lolly, Megan and Rooney, and then just getting taken out. <laughs> I mean, Megan Rooney and Rooney just like takes you out for it, and nothing happened because you know. <laughs> <sighs> it's. I, I, I know. Every, I know everyone. I know everyone's fans kind of say, "Oh, yeah, we have a terrible record. But Christ Almighty, some of the decisions tonight from that referee was absolutely appalling, and it was very one-sided. Yeah, yeah. there was one stage where was it the, the ball had gone out and it was a corner, and one of the Fulham players just threw himself to the floor. And I was like, well, I, "Hang on a minute," you know, and not a, not a mention. You know, I, I, you know, kind of just just to kind of you know, a little bit of self hate as, as, as we always enjoy with a bit of this. You know, no mention of it being a handball. Oh, they wouldn't have given it. No, no. If you watch the Premier League this this weekend, that would not have been stood as a goal because it brushed his brushed a hair on his arm. Um, you know, which is that was which that was the line on commentary though. The line on commentary was it, with the VAR in the Premier League, maybe that wouldn't have counted. But Fulham, Fulham will be pleased they're not in the Premier League at this point in time. Might be the only time they ever say that. It was almost like he was trying to like one-up himself on how to piss off every single Forest fan that was watching the game. But it was just... Oh, well, you know, the, yeah, it was, and then it was never mentioned again. It's not... You know, it's like, oh, it's a cracking finish. You know, like, controversial build-up, though. You know, if... if and it's kind of like yeah. a, a thing of... If it, if it, if, and particularly with the with again with the commentary team that were on there, Keith Andrews or Don Goodman, whichever one, if it if it would have hit a Forest player's arm, they would have talked about it for the rest of the game. Well, Forest are one 0 up, but they shouldn't have been because it was handball. Yeah, of course. Yeah, fine. Get stuff. You know, there was a fair few replays of Figueredo's um, uh, saving the let's say in the box towards the end. Well, okay, I, I mean, I, I, I must have that. <laughs> So there was two things that happened right at the end. Like you say that we didn't get much out of the ref, um, and everyone was slamming into each other. Go go back and have a look at Ribeiro getting booked. Absolutely took someone out. It was glorious. 
you hate it. It was against you. And did anyone watch it right to the end? And I know all teams do it, but it's so frustrating. I hate it. The, the, the you know, like the slow, t- you know, that playing down the clock at the end. Yeah, Fulham was just so good at it, and I wanted to literally get in the TV and just beat Knockhard for it. Yeah. He just him and him and his mate just kept that ball in the corner for about three minutes straight, and I was just raging. It was just fucking <laughs> awful. That's not the thing that does my head in the most about um, about time wasting or what's currently in the game that like that's, that's just so annoying. The one that does my head in is the defender that's running that's running back towards his own goal, and if he and if he feels any sort of attacker near him, all he has to do is breathe next to him, and he goes down and gets the free kick a hundred percent of the time. It's the same with keepers at set pieces, though, Paul. Yeah, yeah. You can't challenge the goalkeeper no matter what, no matter what a corner is like that. They just blow straight away. It's ridiculous. Also, I don't get the, oh, he's trying to ride the challenge, therefore it's a free kick. What, so you mean he's, he's jumped out of the way of a challenge that didn't come for him, so it's automatically a free kick? No. That's not automatically a free kick. Get up, you no. fucking... <laughs> well, it's probably known as a dive, I think, is, is how I would describe that. Yeah. You know, I don't know, they got really they got really slack on some of the, the diving stuff again. I think there's a lot of players throwing themselves to the ground and you kind of think, well, hang on a minute, you know, is it v- surely VAR should have a little bit of kind of way of controlling that? You know, yeah, do you think that's why it's got slack, though? You think like with the VAR, they just think, oh, well, somebody else is watching my back now. If it, if it was that bad, they'd tell me. Well, so, that, um, yeah, I, I, I presume that's probably it. But yeah, someone, someone's got to be the nothing, same, right? Nothing should be missed, so it should be picked up to stop yeah. them from doing that shit. Mm. Well, but you've got the problem of how, like, how far do they sort of like wind the clock on? If that makes any sense, so like. I think they had this. I think they had this like this, a similar situation a couple of weeks ago where there was a corner for a team and there was a challenge that they thought could have been a free, it could have been a penalty, but the team then broke and almost scored. So it was a case of well, what what takes the precedent there? Do you sort of check everything? Do you mm. do you check the the foul for the on the corner and is it a penalty? But if they've already scored, do you then? Check the details of the goal and does the goal count? And you know what they. There was, there was that one earlier in the year for Madrid, wasn't there? Where I think, I think it was it was something like there'd been a challenge on the halfway line. Something had gone on. They'd gone through on goal. The goalkeeper had brought the guy down. He got sent off, gave a penalty, and then they brought it all the way back to the halfway line. Decided that there was an infringement. Put the goalkeeper back on, rescinded like the red cards, and then booked the guy. So like we'd gone from like I'm getting a penalty, and the opposition man sent off. Weren't they checking that? All the I think we were at Andy's recording a podcast when that when that happened. Yeah, and it went I'm all sure the way back to the opposite team got a yellow card. Yeah, and, and it turned out the halfway line. But it turned out they were checking it for an offside, and it was literally like inches, like centimeters, millimeters, even possibly into the opposition half. So it was like literally a case like his, his left nut sack was the thing that was offside, and they did that like, like worthy enough to bring it back and so like mental. I just think oh. the, the problem with VAR is always going to be is the fact that football 
is too quick. It's too flowing. It's not. It's not like rugby. It's not like you know American football where things stop. And you yeah, well, American, fo- American football is one play at a time, and it? it's literally built for that. So you can yeah. each play individually. I suppose even with rugby, you've got phases. I mean, you've got your phases. Yeah. So it's easier to stop and start it. Whereas, like you say, football's in theory, it's a free-flowing it 45-minute period at a time. It works for all of the sports. You know, like, challenging, challenging decisions works in, like, tennis, cricket, like you say, rugby, um, American football. It just doesn't work for, for football. No. They've had the same problem in America this year because they've introduced it to basketball. And it's just... They, they, the coaches can't cope with it because there's not there's not a, a delaying game. You kind of have your your coaches challenged to something, and they just it's been a complete waste. I think the, within the start of the se- the start of the season, only one coach had won is had won a challenge out of the twenty that have been used because they're just using it to kind of you know similar kind of thing as tennis. Sometimes use they, they use it to delay the game and spoil yeah. the, the flow of it. But like basketball, same as football, is a is a fast moving game. It's up and down. It's you know, there's no like natural, there's no natural, break. no natural breaks in it, is there? That's the problem. So, Andy's like back on script. Come on, it's all right. We've only got seven games to predict. For the all right, this is this is the point where Sam will be going. Andy, control your players. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, a whole host of games, a whole host of points, not loads, really. Um, there was the uh, Nottingham Forest Fulham game where nobody scored a single point. Um, there was the Middlesbrough QPR game where there was two points in the whole game. Ultimately, uh, scores on the doors, uh, taking the whole six games as one thing. Um, rather than breaking it all down. Last to first. Last to first. Hello! Two points oh, right really? here that, for this guy it. out of six games. Um, Matthew Moore, three points. We've got a tie. Between me and Paul, because there's, no, there's no way Stuart will miss. Surely. There is a tie for second place between James Panas and Stuart Woodmancy. Oh, oh. Who's this? Who's this? Stuart Woodmancy. I, I thought it was uh, Stuart Woodmunchy. It's Woodmunchy's brother. Oh, uh, and winner, winning it for the week. His team can't win a game to he... save their lives, but he can win for the week. Mr. Paul Williams with six points. Six points from six games. Six points from six games. We are shit. Uh, bear in mind, <laughs> he got zero points in one of those games. <laughs> Do you know what? As he went through them, I thought Stu had got this nailed on. So did I, because there was a point where Stu was like, um, three points for one game. Don't mind if I do. Uh, he also got zero points in three games, so... But you know, like Paul's actual, like like you just alluded to, Paul Paul is the only person that supports a team that hasn't won in the, the space of time that we predicted. Whereas at least the rest of us have had some sort of. Uh, oh, oh, it's it's a brutal kicking this evening. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. You're welcome. It's not that there's no lube, it's there's sand in it. <laughs> so. Please, please make that the tagline for this one, that would be perfect. <laughs> this week's You Can't See the Forest for the Teas brought to you by Lube with Sand. Um, sand, paper, our roots, yeah. Um, seven games. Seven games. Right. Game number one. Millwall versus Middlesbrough. Paul, you will go last. Next person on my list here is James Panas. Go. Uh, I don't. What I've no. I don't know where Millwall are in the terms of form and stuff. They're knocking around playoffs, aren't they? This I I, if, I think if Cardiff can hold on and win, I think they're about they're about ten points off the playoffs with fifteen to play for. So it's a big ask. Bloody hell! Sorry, in, in just trying to get up Sky, I just realised. Wait a minute. When was the last time you seen Ben Teki score? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wow. Sorry about that. Um. <laughs> They're currently, they're currently six points off the playoffs. With Can you imagine that quite quickly? Just there. Hmm? I'll give my prediction quickly. Well, You're done. Nil, nil. <laughs> That's what I used to say when I cut my arse, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at it and I was like, nah, nil, nil. <laughs> and he's gone. Come on, James. Sorely tempted to do the same. Well, is it a river dance? Not, I don't no. know how much difference that makes these days. So you, you go, you're going down. You're going down to the den with no people there. It's also a three pm kickoff on a Wednesday afternoon. What? That's a thing now, is it? Wow. Yeah. Oh no, we're the only team that's doing it. So yeah, if if he were, if he can, is it uh, because your fans have got to? Is it because they've got to travel so far? Tomorrow, tomorrow work. Just don't query why I've been on not ready with my phones for two hours from three pm tomorrow. I'll put you down for your multi-assigned work at that time. Oh, cheers, yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. <laughs> uh, obviously, you've got to make way for the, the West Brom Derby game at five o'clock. Clearly, um, do you know what? I'll give you a one nil, Paul. You're an absolute mentalist. You are an absolute <laughs> mentalist. Goal Go scorer. What in the last two games has given you any sort of indication that Borough will uh, you, have to, you have to have a go at these things, don't you, Paul? Um, goal scorer. Howson. Marauding up from right back, is he? Doing his best Matty Cash impression. He's no Matty Cash, mate. <laughs> Watch your mouth out itself. Tell you something, I didn't realise how young he is. He's only 22, isn't he? Yeah. Cash. Oh, yeah. Well, that was like... Feels like he'd been around for about eight seasons. I think, is this this his third season in the first team? He played all of last year, and I think he got in the previous year. I think. Yeah. 
he had a couple of seasons of like coming on and looking really good in midfield and then somebody shit and old got put in front of him and then uh, you know then last then was it last year yeah he got put in at right back and seems to be stuck there now oh he'll be playing for somebody he'll be playing for right back right right winger you know He'll be playing for Villa or really terrible when he's like Newcastle signing or something like that. Just that really pissed me off. Well, obviously AC Milan. Reportedly AC Milan were ready to spend ten mil on him in January, weren't they? Oh, well, you've got, we've got to stick, we've got to stick out of that financial fair play stuff being as the you know some some selfish season ticket holders have had their money back because <laughs> they can't go and watch. It's uh, pretty eye colour for you. They probably paid for that already anyway. So, so I assume it's you next, and Andy. It is me next. I am. Uh... Andy's furiously looking for anyone that plays for Millwall right now. It's correct, James. That is absolutely what I'm doing. <laughs> um, that's what I did, and I was like, I haven't got a clue who any of these are. No. Nil, that's nil. when you. Just, uh, that's when you just go one nil to Millwall. It'll be an own goal. <laughs> Just so you can't give Robert the point. 1-0 to uh, Millwall, Bradshaw. I, I used to go to school with someone whose surname was Bradshaw. That's that's a sign to me. Uh, Stuart Woodmansey. Um, I am also going 1-0 to Millwall. Um, but I'm going to make it nice and easy for you and pick Smith. And that leaves us with Paul Williams. Uh, you're all you're all mental, uh, as this will be a rather comfortable two 0 Millwall uh, victory. Goal scorers. Um, Jed Wallace, because we almost signed him. And uh, they don't seem to have anyone that we used to own. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Lockdown results, one win, one loss and two draws for Millwall. Yeah, so they need need a result, so get the Borough in. Hmm. Um, What we'll say is, Paul, they managed to go nil-nil against Barnsley since the restart. Uh, Yeah. And the only win they've put on is Charlton, so I don't think they're particularly great. James? Hull hadn't won a game since New Year's Day. Alright. Where's the word hadn't? Hadn't. (laughs) Uh, For that, that, stick me down for Jed Wallace to get them both. Right. And on that note, we will take a small, small... Chocolate shake. Small... Chocolate shake. Uh, and we'll be right back with a small go half Coke, half Diet Coke. Right, we'll be right back. Wait, I'll, I'll not talk about this kind of stuff now. You're going to press record then, Andy. <laughs> and through the magic of. It's not even editing, it's just pressing two buttons, we're back. <laughs> um, so one of seven games down, um, we're on to Bristol City. Versus Hull City. There's a lot of city involved here. Um, so on it's a lead in. Bristol City, currently without a manager. 
True story. A few names we've mentioned. One of Paul's faves. Not, not TP. TP, isn't it? TP is apparently a front runner. A long way to wait for it. Chris Hewton and Stevie G. Steve, right. In what universe universe is Steve Gerrard leaving Rangers to go (laughs) take over Bristol City? I tell you what, can I just remind you, Paul, that we're currently in 2020, the year that every single fucking weird shit thing that you can think of is happening. So, you know, don't write that one out. Yeah, good point. (laughs) Um, Paul, you you are up to go first, my friend. Uh, Bristol Make City have absolutely hit the fucking skids. Um, and all, I'd, well, better than Borough. So, stick me down for a 2 1 Bristol City win. Goal scorers? Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> I might have given Andy a pep talk on this uh, off air. Off air. Yeah, I was gonna let you, I was gonna let you cock it out like ah, give you a give you a goal scorer swipe, Paul. Give me give me Andreas Weiman. God, is he at City? Yeah. Um uh, Let's see how well he knows how to spell this one. Diedio What? Hmm? Diedio. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and for Hull? Wilkes. James Panas. So I have, just based on our previous conversation, I've just found another beauty after it's finished. Uh, Bristol City Hull. Mm. One each. One apiece. Goal scorers. Now, eventually, McGuinness is going to score. Is it McGuinness? Is against Borough? I, I mean, it, it might. It might not necessarily be for Hull, but, you know, it, it, it might <laughs> score. And because and I've gone out there on that one, well, that's not really out there. I think I think your issue is scoring in general, not him scoring, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think I'm just... You've got to go Wells, haven't you? You have, because I, I, I've gone with Wells for 2 0, both goals. Stu? Oh no, Stu, you're going last. Matt? I'm going to go 2 2 2. Desmond? Goal scorers? Uh, the Hall, uh, Stuart and Wilkes. Uh huh. And for Bristol City, Wells and uh, Patterson, one old Forest player. Okay, if we hadn't if we hadn't had enough of Hull City, let's have another Hull City game. Hull City hang versus. On, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, Stu, oh, Stu, sorry. Stu, I'm, I'm reading it in, in order and I'm just rushing ahead. Stu, come on. So, very quickly then, on the basis that uh, Bristol have been shit and we seem to be able to score without much of a team going on at the moment, I'm 
Bristol 2 0. Goal scores. Obviously, I have to go for Wells, um, and purely for the, the North East influence on the uh, podcast tonight, we'll go for uh, Wyman. I mean, Wyman. Wow. Okay. Now. A couple of results for you there, Paul. Wow. Huh? A couple of results for you there. Yeah, others fit. Well, the Luton were winning. Uh, so Barnsley scoring late on kind of helped neither of them. He just fucked them both over. <laughs> so now well, we can talk about. Barnsley were much better at scoring late on. Well, yes, but, you know. Yeah. And, and looking at that. Charlton led Brentford for the best part of 70 minutes. Yeah. And then Chitter. So, we, were, we were doubling up on the whole, so are we going to go back yeah. the other way down the people as well? Yeah, so Matt, Hull City versus Millwall. Hull City, oh God. <sighs> Millwall's getting some action on tonight's podcast. Holy God. Don't mention anything bad, otherwise we'll find out where you live and put your windows to yeah. Besides your idle threats, I was already going to go to one hole. Um, nah, I mean the Millwall fans. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I know where you live. I'm not scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> Two one hole. Uh, McGinnis and. Oh, he's injured, isn't he? Fuck um, yeah. Can't go, Harry. That's <laughs> great. Uh, McGinnis and Wilkes and Matty Smith to cut score for for Millwall. Okay, uh, next is me. I've gone uh, nil one. Bennett to score. James. I'm going to give just just like I gave Borough the one nil win against Millwall. I'm going to give Hull the one nil win against Millwall too. Goal scorer. Stu. Give me the name of your two centre-backs. Uh, D- Device will be one of them, for sure, because he's, he's El Capitan now, isn't he? Um, I am the captain now. Uh, um, it, depend- it depends who depends who plays. Right, that's um, probably enough, then. We'll go with the captain guy. Okay, so Jordi Device, yeah? Just there put Jordi. See, there's another North East link. It's Jordi. There we go. <laughs> Paul Williams. Um, all the stereotypes coming out tonight. Nil, nil. <laughs> wow. Uh, Paul can't be asked. Uh, I, I, as I have said it, I'm going to have to stick to it all the way through these now, so nil, nil two. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the basis that since I've started doing this, they've done a bit of a mixed bag and better than I thought, so yeah, I'll, I'll stick with it. So yeah, I think City will lose two nil. And I, for Millwall, will pick um, Wallace. Which one? The one that puts the ball in the net, dickhead. And, um, <laughs> and let's just... Okay. I'm going to have to specify that, aren't I? Of course, I have to... Let's go for Jay Wallace, shall we? And... Then why not pick M. Wallace as well? Fuck it. I've just looked ahead at Borough's fixture on Saturday. Are you thinking we should get 
Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking that you've both reversed each other's fixtures. Uh, we we talked about this on a uh, can't see the forest for the, the season a long time ago at the beginning of the season when like the world was a normal place about how Hull essentially spend the entire season with Borough's sloppy second. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's because they're the closest team to us, so like they tend to sort of like bunch the teams that are around each other into the same fixture pattern. I've noticed before. Mm. And uh, well, geographically and league positionally now as well, like goal difference almost, and what is it one that, point in goal difference? Then? That would work if the other fixtures had to have been away. <laughs> Mr. Williams' logic was fine, and then. <laughs> so it is Middlesbrough versus Bristol City. Um, well, according to mine, it's Hull versus Millwall first, alphabetically. That'll let you off. We've just done that. We've just done that. Oh, wait. Of course we have. Fucking hell. It's good that you keep it up, James. I get confused by looking back at the previous leagues. Right. Yeah, yeah. Looking, looking is definitely uh, confusing, James. I can understand. I know, I know. So yeah. that we can, uh, so that we can end with the Borough f- fan. Let's go, Matt. Give me a score. Uh, I'll give it a go. Three one, Middlesbrough. <laughs> uh, a song brace. Wow. Well, um, let's see. Who else is? I don't know who plays for you. Um, Fletcher Fletcher. with one. Fletcher. And then Nanky, Nanky Wells one. He's, he's, the, he's the new he's the new Lewis Graven. <laughs> Stuart. You'll enjoy this one, Miss Cook. Nils all. Thanks very much. Good night. Wonderful stuff. I've got nil one with Wells to score. James Panas. I'm going to. I'm going because I think there'll be a new manager in place at Bristol, but for that game, whether it is Tony Pulis returning, Ooh, I'd love it. Or Stevie G, or Chris Hutton, or anyone else. I think it's three 0 Bristol City. Three 0 Bristol City. Goal scorers. Wells two. In fact, let's go. Well, no, no, let's not. Um, let's go with a left back goal from De Silva. Paul Williams. One apiece. Goal scorers. Your own goal. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get bonus points if it ends up happening that on your own goal, right? Yeah. That is hilarious. Okay. That, that would be incredible. So, Preston North End versus Nottingham Forest uh, for James Middlesbrough versus Bristol City. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I'm going to lead off on this one just to mix it all, just keep it all mixed up because I've already done all my scores for all the games. Uh, nil two, 
Lolly and grab him to score. So, good lad. Either Paul or Stu. Well, I've had a quick little quick look in advance, and Preston haven't scored since. Oh, in fact, actually, no, that is that is a lie. They've scored once since the comeback from the break, so they're going to have to score again at some point for probability's sake. So let's give them a go for that for that reason. So one for Preston, but three for Forest. Um. You're going to not enjoy this one quite so much, Andy, because the guy I'm picking for Preston is called Barkheisen. Sorry. Okay. And as, as much as much as I'd like to say Graben will score all three purely for James's benefit, um, I'm going to have to pick him for one. Um, if Lolly manages to stay on his feet and not be injured after tonight's antic, he'll stick Lolly down for the other. And then uh, the free kick specialist. Let's put Thiago Silva down for the other one. Okay. Solid set of predictions there, from Stu. Paul Williams. Right, like that. Stick me down for a scrappy, and I want the word scrappy written down here. Scrappy one nil Forest win. Is there an extra point there if the commentator says that? Of course, absolutely. Um, who would you say is your better centre half? <laughs> goal wise, yeah. goal, goal scoring, Warrell scores more, doesn't he? I think we know for Warrell to score with possibly his bollocks or his anus or somewhere that's not a generic part of his body that would normally score a goal. This has turned into the wrestling podcast oh. almost. <laughs> <laughs> Matt There is absolutely no way that, uh, <laughs> There's absolutely no way that Lewis Gravity is not going to score that, That's not happening <laughs> um, One all We don't get results of Preston But they're so bad We never win at Preston Never So one all Um Sinclair to score for Preston. I don't know if that's Scott Sinclair. I think it oh, is Scott Sinclair. Scott Sinclair. Um, and Matty Cash. James. I'm going to go Preston 2, Forest 3. Where are all these high scoring games coming from? <laughs> Goal scorers. Both Preston's goals, Josh Arup. Okay. Um, Forrest, do, do you know what? The exact same three that Stu picked. Absolutely on board with them. Owls and goal mark. You don't need to put Thiago Silva, can you put Baby Bruno for me? <laughs> <laughs> Right, we've got. Um, the commentator says it's like watching a, a, a scaled down version of Bruno Fernandez here. Do you get the points? <laughs> Absolutely. We've got Reading versus Middlesbrough. Reading having an absolute stonking game the other day. That's just not an exciting fixture, you know, that rolls off the tongue, is it? 
Well, it's one it's one that previously we would have looked out for in a different lifetime as well with uh, Paul's Reading connection. Absolutely. Maybe go watch mm. in the key. It's a, game, it's a game we've been to, Stuart. It was my first ever Premier League game and now look at the heights it's reached. <laughs> <laughs> Although they did play um, Motorhead time to play the game at the start of the match, so that made it better. better yes, yes, they did. I believe you uh, looked at me in astonishment when that kicked in. Pretty much. Yeah. Has anyone got the balls to pick or, or to basically avoid? However, we're saying mate. I'm going to call him mate. mate. Has anyone got the balls to not pick him to score? Hi, what, you after, the, after, after the four goals the other night, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, not, I'll not pick him to score. I'll go straight in with another nil all. <laughs> I haven't picked him. <laughs> Tell you something, Stu. I'm liking this because these nil nils are keeping us up at this fucking rate. So. <laughs> Yeah, but what what Paul's pinning it on is that we just need to stay within 12 of Wigan and we're all right. <laughs> Let <laughs> it not work this out. That if, like I said, if I pick us to lose, we haven't every time. Whereas if I pick Borough to win, maybe that won't happen either. Or to get a point, maybe that yeah. won't happen either. I've gone 2-0 to Reading. Boy and Baldock to score. Uh, James. <clears throat> One all. Scores. Absolutely going to mate. And I keep I keep plugging him. Eventually, it's going to happen. Housen. No, I'm going to change my name. I'm going to change my mind now. I was going to go for centre back, Maestro. But I think wing. Classic wingy banger. Yeah. I, I can. I, can I even? Can I even? Can I even say that I think both him and Lolly will get an outside of the boxer. Look at this guy trying to put in extra points. We do first, people. Matt. Uh, two. Take us home. 3 0 Reading. Oof. God. <laughs> He's picking an on goal in here, isn't he? No. Goal scores. Puskas. And he's not an old Borough boy, but he is an old Forest boy. I'll stick me down for a, a Gareth McCleary goal. <laughs> Okay, and then the final, the final game before we reconvene, Wigan Athletic versus Hull. 
Um, Real 12 pointer. This is a spicy one for everyone involved. <laughs> it's, yeah. Paul, set us off. So, in keeping with the I need Wigan to stay within 12 points method, uh, step me down for a 2 2. Goal scorers. I think they've got some some clan called Morsi. I think he scored against Borough when we went. Oh, is he the midfielder? Sent him in. Yeah, Sammy Morsi. He, he struck me as a bit of a a dick, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, one of, those, one of those players that you absolutely hate to see just on the pitch in general. Yeah, like Wigan's version of Wing. about him to be fair then he spoiled it we're going to Sheffield United well <laughs> uh, is that Samuelson have they got him on loan from West Ham don't know who that is I was, I, was asked, I, was, I was more directed that towards Stu but I don't know if he uh, realised no sorry not a clue uh, oh, well, uh, in that case, uh, stick me down for him anyway. Who was that? Samuelson. Uh, and I'll have, uh, I'll have a little John Terrell action. James. not thought this one through. I don't really know. Wigan seem to be doing well, I suppose not alright because they got beaten last time out. But, um, one nil to Wigan. Goal scorer. But it's got this James. 12 points. 12 points. Yeah. Um, low. Bit obvious, but I can't think of anything else at the moment. Uh, well, I mean, in, in, unless I just went for Danny Fox, but I don't, I don't think he's likely to play, let alone get a goal. Wasn't exactly terrific. I've gone one apiece. Windus and Wilkes to score. Matt. I've gone two nil Wigan. And. I'll go Josh Windass just for the Windass lols. And uh, Kiefer Moore, because my dad's name Keith and, you know, sounds a little bit like it. <laughs> Finally, Stu. I will do you one better and stick to my nil two prediction. So, okay, I'm going to keep it going on the basis that hopefully we'll get something out of it. But I'm going to pull you a podcast double and I'm going to pick Williams and Moore to score the goal. Very nice. So, just going back to Stu's, uh, to Matt's one, because I fell foul of this earlier in the year. Right? But he might not have fallen foul of it and might have outthought me here. Because I picked Windass to score 
previously in the year until I found out he was on loan at Wednesday, which he is. But has that loan finished now because of the way the season's worked? He's shown as being in the current lineup, as not shown as being on loan, whereas other players that I've seen are showing as being on loan. He has been on loan all season, but I know it's, it's, it's like completely up in the air whether they've signed loan extensions or not at the moment. It's just a bit of a free for all, isn't it? It's if you've yeah. been a tw- if you've been a twat like Forrester currently being at the moment. No, you can't, you can't, cannot play for you. Oh man, oh, well. I just oh. thought I put it out there because I fell foul of this earlier in the year, picking a player or to even play for them. If you like ours. Then the owners go, no, we will not pay you for the extra games. We need to actually finish the full season. Off you go. He's not been in the squad for the last however many games. No. Either squad. Yeah, I just noticed that. He's not listed on either. He wasn't listed on either squad for the weekend games. I mean, I'm not disappointed that you've picked that on the basis. It means that you're not going to score more points than me on that, though. So. Oh. Right, well, that's the uh, that's the seven games for the week, all uh, all picked with uh, with five minutes of meeting time left. Has anybody got A O B? I'm I'm all footballed out. I'm good. Yeah, not not. I can't think of that much. It's happened this week, really. Uh, no, really. As, as, as you pointed out to me, after, you know, after I after I pulled out that Sergio Ramos stat for you at the weekend, he went and scored again. That was outrageous. What, so what's it now? Nine in twelve. Nine in twelve for Sergio Ramos for Real Madrid. I mean, most of them are penalties. So that was the was it. Simone said um, someone was like, oh. Madrid get penalties all the all the time. He's like, oh, because they attack more. And I'm like, is that Diego Simone being a dick, or is that him being <laughs> kind of a reasonable person? I'm gonna go with dick. The other day, we're like, was it like United like, all this season? United have had like 18 penalties given for. Bits of a hat. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. We, we, we've grown up with United. This, this has been our life. What, so, what I find weird is United's penalty takers. Again, Bruno Fernandes, flawless. <laughs> so what are we going to do? Let's press up let's press Rashford have one with Bruno Fernandes for the next game. I mean, he scored. It's just... It just defies belief that they don't have a penalty taker. It's just like whoever fancies it at the time. Like, no one could have that. Was the whole thing at the start of the season it was Rashford but he missed a couple so they just put it on someone else from, from inhaling a little bit of the media over the last week surely Greenwood will be doing everything ever for Man United for the next well, however long he, until he gets his England cap he is, he is the best player that's ever played the game so you know I can only assume that he was he was probably on the front line of the NHS saving lives as well probably at this point just the one <laughs> Just to one up Rashford. Yeah. So where did that come from? Because next, I was like, I've not really heard that much. But the next thing you know, it's like, oh, Greenwood is the greatest player 
greatest thing ever. Oh, he's going to take pitch football, English football forward. And I'm like, what? I think he's had. I think he's had two good games in a row. So everyone's getting excited. Oh, the general thing is, in all competitions, I think he's only scored 15 goals this year, which I was surprised at. But yeah. then when he's, he's he's played 40 games this year for United, I'm like, where where were they? That's going to include games where he's come on for like three minutes at the yeah, end. Of course, but still, that's that's, that's you know, fifteen in, in in whatever he's played. The reason why everyone's losing their shit over him is because at the start of the season, Solskjaer came out and said he's the most natural finisher at the club that he's ever seen. Right. I mean, he does look all right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think like Ruud van Nistelrooy would probably take issue with that kind of comment. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few over the years. Yeah, Van Persie, pretty oh, decent. Yeah. Oh, that's you know I think that one. Van Persie is good. Not a natural finisher though. You know what I No, no, he's not a goal. Sc- I don't never have him as a goal scorer. I don't think he's that kind of Lineker. You know that person that he's he's not he's not that that kind of striker. Yeah. Adam forward, he's say. Kind of. Yeah. I think what did. was the other stat then? That Man United's front three have outscored Liverpool's front three this year. Yeah. Not often. Not often enough, dickhead. Uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell. I'll, uh, I'll thank you, gentlemen, for joining me in the world of football. I mean, we are we are neck deep in the world of football now. I think we've discussed eleven, no, thirteen games of football. It might be controversial, but I mean, if it goes on at this rate, it 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 makes sense to just have two podcasts a week rather than going through that many games in one go. <laughs> it, it's it's a thing. We need to it's have a, a mid-week match of the day, basically. Um, thank you all for joining me. Thank you for taking time out of yeah. your uh, no doubt busy schedules to uh, discuss football. Until next time, thank you very much. So there we go. What do you think to that? Told you it was a bumper episode. Uh, lots of people, lots of games, lots of football. So yeah, there you go. Done. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. It uh, it does help the channel out. It's a big uh, help to us, and we really do appreciate it. Uh, and if you can tell other people to do the same, um, podcasts are spread through word of mouth. So uh, use your mouth for something good and tell people about the podcast. Ooh, uh. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. You can send us social media, love, email love, and um, yeah, just love. Love, 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 love. So there we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.